Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Lara, a very mysterious erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Lara, which you can find at talesoflara.com and at Tales of Lara on Instagram. And today we are back with air sex championships and how sexually woke ancient India was. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist, and we'll hear some confessions, really questions and sex stories from you guys. Let's dive in. Amen. All right, everybody. Welcome to Pussy Church. It's another beautiful Sunday in Pussy Church. Beautiful Sunday. Blessed be the pussy. May he rise. May she open to your touch. <laughs> we don't have a fourth one yet. No. Oh, well. Think on that. Praise be. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's almost the best one. Well, we are back today with sex and art and crazy shit actually oh, yeah. weird competitions uh-huh. and <laughs> um but who am i here with you're here with mona d baker the bona maker <laughs> <laughs> she yeah she's here with me yeah <laughs> thank god thank god how would i do this without you oh gosh please you'd be oh, just fine hold mass. you have enough stories to sing to... sing the gospel but <laughs> all by myself no. um so what's new with you um i don't wouldn't say much is new necessarily but something that i wanted to talk about is uh, just an experience that i've had in the past and I, okay. i'm just curious how you would react to someone doing this to you Oh my god, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, you might change your mind after I describe. Oh, okay. oh. Um I was just thinking, I don't know how this like popped in my head, but it, an ex-boyfriend, he was kind of a little aggressive in bed, which is fine. Like I, I like Like aggressive or dominant? Or? Well mm. he he had a thing for spitting on my face while we were having sex. Oh. Yeah. And was this communicated before? How did it, how was the first time that that happened? He he uh I can't remember if he asked or just did it. But uh, at first like went in the heat of the moment I'm like sure go ahead, but then once I gave him the initial go ahead, then mm-hmm. he'd just keep on doing it when we had like sex. every time he had sex, he was not every head. time, but I, like I'd get so angry. Like it just seems so demeaning, and well, like he is. It was the point a little bit, right? Was it like a, that? I whole, think so. like Dominance play. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't like play. It was like he had he had some issues. Yeah, and like would want to slap me really hard in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> one time, I don't know if I should be talking about this. Of one time we were like having sex, and he punched me in the ribs. Like at first it was like soft and then punched me like, what, like pretty hard. Like I had I had a bruise on my rib cage. And so he I'm just wondering about the communication that happened before that. Was that like how how did you feel about well, that before? Was it kind of like okay, but then it happened and you didn't like it anymore? Or did you not even really give consent? No, I didn't exactly give consent as to like what extent like I don't mm-hmm. mind being like lightly slapped. Yeah. Uh 
but I I think before we started hooking up, we it was kind of a long distance thing, and then we met up, and I expressed like, yeah, I enjoy rough sex sometimes, but mm-hmm. I think his definition of what rough sex was and mine were a bit different. So then I yeah, I just hard, got huh? to a point that I kind of stopped, didn't want to have sex with him. I anymore. mean, did you tell then, him you're like, hey, that's too much for me? Uh, I should have been more vocal. Mm-hmm. I I'm I, I don't know. I, I maybe I had a weird thing that I didn't want to make him feel self-conscious i don't know i should have yeah, been yeah. i should have stood up for myself a little bit more but it's hard sometimes i mean depending also on probably an age or like how comfortable you are and also when you love somebody right but i think uh I've, nobody's ever spit in my face i think <laughs> like i'm thinking now <laughs> think? probably not if i'm like thinking like that i've been slapped um a little bit like that yeah. you know but i think i've never had like a moment where it was completely like like oh this is but too it's much. so difficult you know but and you're like oh i like rough sex rough sex means different things to everybody yeah. right but i think it is very important to be like hey that actually and even even if you say yes in the beginning and you're like oh you know what let's totally try that out like yeah. slap me in the face you know right um or i'll slap you in the face and we'll see how that feels like but that there's communication that after you do that you're like you know what we tried it i didn't really like it right let's try something else totally because it's so hard too if you don't say anything to him, right? For him to be like, oh, maybe she likes it. Yeah, I mean, I when he when I got the punch to the rib cage, I made it like I kind of like doubled over, like I made the clear, like, yo, that that I was mean, a bit much. I mean, I don't like. I think we talked about this. There's a difference between being submissive and masochistic, and right. I'm not saying either is better of the other. But if you're not masochistic, being really hurt in bed, yeah. Is not gonna turn you on. No, it'll totally turn you off. Like, yeah, completely. So I, it's just communication is key. Like uh, I'm not, I'm not judging people's sex quirks or like their their kinks, but uh, just that no. it needs to be made clear. But I think like that's the thing with BDSM. You know, when um, when people are really kinky and really into like specific kinks, there's actually more communication than with anybody else because literally they sit down before and they talk about their session and what they're planning on doing. Right. So there's tons of communication and um, and a constant with the safe word, a constant kind of like checking in what goes too far. Right. And then you have to aftercare where you talk about things again. So I think that sometimes in vanilla sex, yeah. how they call it, right? When you're like, oh, let's be a little rough. It's really odd because you don't have the communication, but you could still go pretty rough. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it's and- really, it's really fucked up. I mean, honestly, to like, like hurt somebody. Yeah. If that wasn't really discussed before. Right, exactly. And I think it's a... Uh- I mean, it's very fucked up. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got my you know, like you can't just go into a situation and think that somebody will like right well i think hurt. like and i think porn can skew people's Absolutely. minds like oh girls like to be thrown around or yeah i mean, I mean I depending on with, what you watch but i think i had this thing with spanking sometimes I, I think for me i wouldn't say that's i don't know spanking is a funny thing to me because i think it depends on the partner yeah like it, i think with some partners i feel like it's cool. it's like fits the moment right. and he spanks me and I, I like it because it kind of works in, but sometimes I'm like he spanks me I'm like you didn't wow. like you didn't really mean that I like you didn't I really th- feel you I just th- saw that somewhere and right. you emulated it and it had nothing to do with what is actually going on with us right now and I think it's the feeling of the intent that rubbed me 
the weird a weird way with this guy in the past. Like I, I don't mind being spanked if it's in the heat of the moment. It's, it's but like, he wanted but, to degrade but like, you. But like, and if if he's trying to give me pleasure, but I think the situation with that guy in particular, it seemed like he wanted to like beat me up. You see, that's but that's like where it goes into degrading, right? right. And that's then yeah, I, I then felt he's like sadistic he, yeah. and he's not dominant. That's the thing. Like I felt like he was trying to make me feel. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that's like with um with some BDSM, BDSM play because I've talk, talked about right that I I use whips and stuff. Yeah. And, but um, one thing I never tried and will never try is verbal degradation. Like, yeah, um, no way. If somebody puts you down verbally, because that completely shuts me off. Yeah. Completely. I mean, I literally like everything will will yeah, die. Yeah. No, no, no. I so I think that that's like where everyone has like their different right. I limits. I mean, some people are into that. Some yeah, people but you have to communicate like that. Communi- I, yeah. I mean, I think I would never spit in somebody's face before I had like communicated that we wanted to go in, into those places. Right. Yeah. Actually, I can't even imagine it for myself. Oh, like, it, do this it's, to somebody? Yeah, it, it was awful. I like looked at him like, what you the should fuck? have talked. I mean, I know, I know how that goes sometimes, but yeah. it, people need to know. Also, if, if this happens to anybody here, you know, when you have a situation where you don't, don't really feel comfortable and even maybe you agreed up, you know, you agreed it in the beginning and then afterwards you didn't like it. You kind of have to voice it, not just for yourself, but also all the other people that f- fucking person is going to oh, sleep with. Yeah, true. Right. I mean, obviously, you don't know if you're in a relationship. Maybe you'll be together forever. Right. Maybe you won't. Yeah. And I think that's actually goes even to faking orgasms. Right. Right. If you fake it, the guy won't learn how to make a girl come. Exactly. <laughs> no girl. <laughs> Probably. Exactly. <laughs> so you're doing a disservice to yourself and all the other girls. that All the other women out there. <laughs> <laughs> all you single lady. Yes. Yeah, stand up. Stand up for the other girls. <laughs> um, no. That's kind of fucked up. Have you seen him? After like has that it's never come up with you guys. Um, Was it a part of the reason why you split up? You think? Uh, well, I just kind of stopped wanting to have sex with him, and then that mm. kind of made the relation. I mean, that was obviously a, a not good thing in relationships, and we don't we don't talk to each other anymore. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, well, like he that. lives in a different state too, but but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, some things. Let me let me. I think. Oh, there's one thing that happened to me once. Um. And that was I was dating this guy and I'm not some you know how somebody like some people are turned on when they have fights. Yeah. I'm not. No, definitely I have not. a fight. I'm I don't want to have sex with you, but we had a fight. Um and then we had sex. Yeah. And he kind of like rough like it wasn't like I said no. I yeah, you know, yeah, I wanted yeah. to have I don't know if I didn't really want to have sex, but then I was like I hate you, let's have sex. And right. I did not enjoy the hate sex. I just did the hate sex. But you know that you're yeah, fighting re- sex. revenge sex. Reven- well, or yeah. like they're like fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to fuck you kind yeah. of thing. And I was like I don't like it. I don't like you right now. I right. don't Exactly. I don't actually feel the sex feels good right now. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I just couldn't. I would never come in that situation. It was just no. like, ugh. We are just maybe we should fucking sit down and get to a place where we are happy. We again like and each then other have again. Fucking sex, yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I just that's something that I could never. So I had that experience where I was like, that is. Yeah. I don't like that. It's like, did you see that show, Big Little Lies? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So like, is Nicole Kidman's character where she was like domestically abused, but mm-hmm. that was like a turn on for both of them, and then it yeah. 
And then, oh, it, so and then they up. had like angry sex afterwards. Like, no, yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. not interested. No, not for me, right? I mean, no. totally. If you do it in a kind of safe way with your partner, it's right. like totally fine. And I'm not saying you have to like. You obviously don't have to love everybody you have right. sex with. Yeah, quite, in my case, quite obviously. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to do that. But for me, I need to be in a different headspace. Yeah. Actually, that ties well, really well into. Um, oh, no, the last thing I wanted to say about this, though, mm. is I'm glad you said this because I think it's really important that women talk to each other about these things. Yeah. Because you can feel so alone. Yeah. If you don't tell anybody and you feel weird about it and like, is it your mistake or should you have said something but really it's never your mistake yeah i i didn't feel i didn't feel like traumatized or oh, anything yeah. you were I just like that's no 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 weird. i was just like okay that uh, it's his thing and not mine yeah. uh, i didn't feel like abused necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like eh, that's not yeah. really my vibe yeah yeah exactly yeah, i totally get that but i would in looking back at it like should have spoken up more about yeah. it rather than just stopping having sex with him yeah (laughs) or just like left earlier but sometimes it's so weird because you feel like maybe you can't change them yeah but it did it didn't happen every time but anyway okay okay yeah Yeah, interesting no but um that's actually kind of interesting because it goes into what i wanted to talk about um so i think a couple weeks ago we talked about this book that um we both wanted to start reading and um uh, we suggested to the audience to read and it's called come as you are Mm -hmm. by emily nagowski um, and I started reading it. Yeah. Or really, I have like an audiobook version because I run around so much. So okay. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to listen to it. Um, and she, first of all, she's fucking amazing. I'm in love with this woman. So she's a sex researcher, sex educator, sex therapist, um, and also um, a professor. Um, she did a TED talk. She's really cool. Awesome. But um, I'm not done with the book yet, but I thought I'm going to just, the first like really cool revelation mm-hmm. I wanted to share and it okay. will totally tie in with, with what you just um, mentioned Okay, because so um, there's been obviously over the past hundred years a lot of studies about um, desire and how you're turned on and then how that goes into orgasm oh interesting and they put it in different states right they're like oh state of desire state of arousal um, then you're plateauing and you're orgasming kind right. of a thing and there's another thing that um, was found in like the 90s or like 2000s or something but a Kinsey Institute and she was talking about it and she like put it in such specific in a such a specific way that it completely made sense to me so it is called the dual control model of sexual response I know super well. scientific bear with me people <laughs> okay and so it's it's supposedly shows how women and men get aroused Right. And there's dual there's um, dual control, meaning one is called the sexual excitation system mm-hmm. and the other is the sexual inhibition system. Okay. Really what that means. I know it sounds so complicated. Imagine you are a car. Okay. <laughs> right. And you have like an accelerator, a gas pedal and you have a brake pedal. Right. Right. And the, the acceleration is like how quickly you're turned on. 
Oh, like, right. Yeah. And the break is like how quickly you're turned off. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's different factors for people. Like some people have a very sensitive accelerator, meaning the smallest things will turn them yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like someone I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but um, <laughs> <laughs> as I talked earlier about yeah. before we started recording, I'm like, I'm turned on by a wide fucking wall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, no, so, but there's like a, you can have a sensitive or not so sensitive, right? Meaning, you need a lot of sexual input. Right. Um, in order to be stimulated. Yeah, in order for the gas pedal to hit, like for you to start rolling. Right. To want to have sex, yeah. right? Like a lot of things have to fit. Like, yeah, so it's kind of, that system is like scanning for sexual appropriate um, stimuli, stimuli or like yeah. input. And then when it sees something, it reacts to it, right? Okay. So that's your accelerator. And you can have a very sensitive one, a very... Mm-hmm unsensitive one and like a medium one yeah obviously most people fall in a medium one and then there's like i think 10 15 percent on each side okay um and then the other one is a break you can have a very sensitive break meaning a small thing that happens during sex can turn you off immediately like for example one of the things that would break for me would be if we have a fight yeah Oh, and yeah, like yeah. my body's like, oh, yeah, I don't no. want to have sex. No, no. The yeah. break's going. And you can have a very insensitive break, um, meaning you want to, for example, have sex outside. Right. You know, because you don't care if somebody will, ca- you know, like yeah, it won't turn yeah, you yeah. off like if somebody could see you. Excitement. Or you, yeah, you can also have sex with a complete stranger. It doesn't have to be safe or perfect. Right. But if you have a very um, sensitive break, you know. The smell could be off and you can't. Really. Right. Which, so it's like super interesting. So there's this whole test that she does. Like, so you can. Yeah. How does she test this? It's cool. I, I'm going to read a couple of the, the questions okay. that she's asking cool. you and then everybody can do it online and right. just figure it out for themselves. But I thought it was so interesting, you know, because that makes so much sense that you kind of figure out who you are. Totally. In that on that spectrum, like how easily are you turned on and everything's normal. Right. There's nothing. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Yeah. There's no like. You're abnormal. Like this is wrong and this is yeah, right. Yeah, because you have a very sensitive accelerator right. or a very sensitive brake or the other way yeah, around. everyone's just different. Everyone's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but to figure out what the triggers are, right? What things actually will turn you, like put, what things will turn on your gas pedal or right. will make it go fast? Your yeah. <laughs> make it go fast. <laughs> go fast. <laughs> You're like immediately i mean i'm so ridiculous like <laughs> I, i'll talk about this in a minute because obviously it's a good test right. um no many not many surprises there i think <laughs> but so and then you can figure out turnoffs right like your your breaks um so you can actually figure out what you'll need in order to get to a place that you're turned on like yeah, you yeah. want to have sex um especially in relationships you know when sometimes you're saying like oh, i don't know it's just been not that great at the moment or yeah why you can't really come and you're like i don't know why i'm not orgasming i feel like so off that you kind of figure out w- how you have to set the scene yeah this would be a great thing come. for couples to do oh, fantastic. So you can know, yeah yeah i think so interesting what things you but also like simple things you know sometimes it's just like hey i'm not very turned on when the light's really bright right yeah totally you know i mean i don't know that was a Random, <laughs> random example because the lights are really bright where we are. Um, no, but I so I did I did take the test. So let's um, I just read a couple of the yeah, yeah, questions. Well, I'm curious. So it's rated from zero to four, and zero is not um not at all like me, and four is exactly like me. Okay. So for example, this one is about the inhibitors, about the brakes. 
Unless things are just right, it is difficult for me to become sexually aroused. It's not the case with me at all. Yeah, you yeah. like not at all like yeah. me. <laughs> same same with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's, for example, I have to trust a partner to become fully aroused. I don't know where I sit there. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but honestly, I've also had great sex with people that were kind of wild and weird. So yeah. I don't think I need to, to be aroused, I don't need to fully trust my partner. Okay, to be aroused. Right? Yeah. I'm not saying like, you know, yeah. do something really wild, but like, but you know, it's probably not very healthy. <laughs> um, so that was like a couple of the questions for the inhibitors and yeah. then for the exciters, for the turn-ons. Um, this one was really interesting to me. I thought that was, uh, that was funny. Often, um, just how someone smells can turn me on. Yeah, for sure. I smell is a big thing for me. Mm -hmm, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so and too. And it can be natural pheromones. Yeah, that too. But I think those are... But it are, can also be cologne. Yeah, because like the pheromones, you can't really consciously smell a thing right. right but just someone's their general yeah, smell yeah, not yeah, bo smell. but like someone's just general. sometimes bo is kind of hot really uh, i no. think so no nope. yeah, yeah well it depends on the person right. everyone smells different yeah, i guess so <laughs> obviously <we're all laughs> she's like, getting yeah. turned on right now Jeez, <laughs> the sweat the sweaty men <laughs> oh, wow. not every sweaty man smells yeah I mean, sorry um no and another one of the questions seeing a partner doing something that shows his her talent or intelligence watching them interacting well with others mm. can make me very sexually aroused oh that's a huge turn on for me huge, huge turn, turn on, on oh for my me. god yeah it's also so i don't know if somebody's really good at something oh yeah oh it's so hot yeah, Still. Uh, yeah. i mean i guess so <laughs> you kind of get the gist of the test i right. think right and as you answered very similarly to me, yeah. I'm assuming you will be very similar right. to me in I the uh, in the result of this little test. <laughs> I would which imagine. Is obviously, we we fall a little bit out of like the norm. I think right. in that sense. So for me, what came out was <laughs> very sensitive gas pedal, meaning I've turned on by literally nothing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I have this like weird thing. It happened to me yesterday. Like sometimes I have to laugh at myself. I walk on the street. I see a hot guy in a car. I'm like such a dude or something, like a cliche of a man. Mm. I see a hot guy in a car and I'm like, oh, my body is like turned on. I'm no like, way. come on. Like, you're not going to like stop him and yeah. like take him out of the car and be like, let's have sex. But I literally <laughs> see him and my body's like, bing. No way. I'm not, I'm not quite that sensitive, but I still feel like I fall out of the normal range. Yeah. But you're, you're exceptional. It's dumb, man. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining, obviously. It's not always like that. If I'm super stressed, I'm not right. going to be like, ooh. Yeah, of course Even not. though, actually, that's a marker for somebody who has a very sensitive accelerator gas pedal. For example, um, if you are stressed, right? most people turn off sexually. Like, they get, don't get turned on when they're highly stressed. Right. And then some people who have very sensitive gas pedal are turned on very easily. They actually want to have sex when they're stressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I actually masturbate a lot when I'm stressed. Same. Like Just a cause, lot. Because, like, you want to feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, nearly like an antidepressant or something. You're, or for me, or, like, a relaxation where I'm, like, I just... I got just gonna masturbate yeah. right now. Just gonna come no, and then I, I can, can go back. Yeah. So, but I think it's not that like like usual. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, when they're stressed, they do not want to have sex. Right. Pretty. I mean, everything's normal, but that's the standard, I think. Yeah. And I was talking to a guy friend of mine, and he's like, "Yeah, when I'm stressed, I 
can't even think of stra- like of sex. Really interesting. It doesn't even come to mind. I mean, it's like a cigarette break. Like yeah. if you're working oh, yeah. a real hard shift and you need that cigarette break for a second to release some tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's good when you work at home. Right? For sure. <laughs> you're just like in the office. You're like, so Susan, I have to go to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> yeah. Nobody come in there. Yeah. Just lock the door. Or you're just really quiet and you just hear the buzzer. <laughs> oh, it's like no. the sound of the the son of the vibrator <laughs> it's sometimes funny to me oh i told you because i recorded orgasms before right oh yeah yeah. and i record them and but it's with the vibrator right, so, you so you can, can hear, hear the, the buzz buzzing in the back it sounds just like a machine you That's know hilarious it's very funny no but i thought it was very interesting so people should totally check it out to kind of like start not this is not a scientific as it normally is with me, you know, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to log my orgasms. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. This is just more to like figure out what are the things that turn you on and off? Because we work, sexual desire works into in this like dual motor system. Right. It's uh, very interesting. No, I need to start reading this book. Yeah, you should. You should. It. I actually, I wanted to like tell everybody who's listening, you obviously don't have to do that. But if you have read the book or if you want to read it, it's called Come As You Are by Emily Nagowski. She's fucking amazing. The book's really cool. And if you do, like, write me and tell me how you like it, and we'll talk about yeah. it a little bit more. I so many cool things. I mean, I was completely shocked. There's a few things I didn't know. She was talking about the hymen and how the hymen like often never breaks for girls and how it bends. Really, and all wow. this crazy shit. And some women don't have a hymen at all. It was just fascinating. Interesting, you know, where you just learn a lot and. Then, um, also, one of the first things, which I've done so many times, so it's kind of pointless for me, but it's like, oh, to like literally take a mirror and look at your clitoris. Yeah. Check it out. Right. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> but it was like, I've done this so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually interested. Like, I'm just like, I want to see if everything's healthy. I don't know. I'm a full-on weirdo. No, I, I appreciate it. It is really fun. But anyways... Read that book, check it out, or otherwise I'll probably bring back a few more tippets. No, I love it. In the next few weeks. Footnotes. Yeah. And you can also, without actually getting the book on her website, you can take that um, that test oh, to like cool. figure out like how fast your yeah, accelerator yeah. is. And Because sometimes, you know, honestly, if you have a, if a lot of things have to be right for you to be able to be aroused, yep. you'll have to make sure that th- these things will happen, you know, yeah, so that yeah. you, you can talk to your partner and like make it so. Totally. I think this is a great thing for couples to take. Just yeah. You, yeah. You know what I also did realize, though, what turns me on like more than anything, because she has like examples in the book of like women, different mm-hmm. women and stuff. What really is like insane if it's if there's a delay. And like if we start, we both know we're going to sleep together tonight. Right. But we can't yet. That makes me fucking insane. The tease. The tease. Don't go home right away. Like, stay out. It is it's like... the buildup for the, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes me completely insane. So it was like, you know, if uh, you, if you're in a relationship with one partner, you can communicate that and make yeah, that happen. Yeah, and you can... Yeah. You're like, set a rule. We can't go home until like midnight and then you have to be up. Oh, out. no, I love it. That sounds amazing. Is that a challenge? So we talk- <laughs> <laughs> can be we, we're not very good at doing challenges no, no so far. not really but i think oh this one chick wrote me though that she's gonna do the the trench coat challenge oh, in australia yeah, yeah. awesome i love so it so cool I love it. okay well i still want to do about I, th- I think th- i think the uh the the delay challenge is a little easier to pull off than trench coat challenge so yeah I absolutely do that. Yeah. absolutely i love it 
the next section is the gospel. The gospel. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna try and sing this time. She's she's like oh, totally over it because nobody is helping us with musical <laughs> Sorry. input. It's okay. <laughs> so it's the gospel and the gospel is sex news from the past few weeks or in general. Um, from the world of sex, some news for you. And today we're going to talk about sex on stage. Oh boy! So because there were a couple stories that feel really uh, fit really well to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is like category I made up. Okay, sex on stage is not a news category in any kind of normal magazine. No. But the first one I wrote about in my newsletter actually, oh, and it just boy. happened in Miami. Um. They had a air sex championship. Yeah. It was was it sponsored by Fleshlight? By Fleshlight. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So at first I was like, oh, that's weird. That's just at this place. Just in Miami, right? right? And then I started looking into it. This is a full blown thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing it everywhere. Everywhere. So let's let's start with what this fucking actually is, you okay, know? Yeah. But so actually it comes from Japan. I did not know this. Really? Huh. In 2006, like this group of these group of guys in Japan thought of this thing where they said, um, okay, well, you know of air guitar, right? Yeah, like of person course. There's pretending. air guitar competitions, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so they were like, Oh, what if you take the concept of air guitar and you make it air sex? So the person on stage Instead of playing the guitar, yeah. they're playing an invisible partner. Mm-hmm. And they're pretending to have sex to music. Yeah, I think they get to select the music that they prefer yeah, they to. Can, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, you select the whole thing. It's like karaoke nearly. Right. You like choose a song. You come up with a story, yeah. like a sexual story, and you play it out for people. But right. literally, this is people being on stage like... Pretending they're licking an invisible partner. People get really into it. Insane. Yeah. I mean, it's like comedy, obviously, yeah, as well. And there's a couple that are like, okay, that, that kind of turns me on. But there's most of it, it, they're trying to be funny. I mean. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's, it's fu- I mean, some of them are really out there. But so I'm going to read you a, real, a little blurb about what the official blurb of what this is, yeah? Yeah. Think air guitar, but instead of pretending to play boring old musical instruments, air sex participants have jaw-dropping sexual encounters with an invisible partner or partners, me sums, <laughs> using nothing more than the art of pelvic storytelling and pure imagination. Pelvic storytelling. It's literally like pelvic uh, storytelling. That's amazing. And it's funny, so by, so 2006 it starts in Japan and 2009 it comes to the U.S. Okay, and it starts, I think it started in Texas. 2000. In how have I not heard about this? I know. This is so crazy. It was like, this is 10 years, yeah, man. That's like, crazy. So apparently there's 16 or 17 states that have their own championships. And then the winners, all these 16, oh, wow. come to the finale, the big finale, which is every year in November or something in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. And I mean, first of all, this is literally a thing that people do and want to win. It's, it, I mean, <laughs> it is wild. Though. You have to like watch this shit, man. It's, uh, you can go down a rabbit hole of watching these videos. They're, I have. Some of them are incredible. <laughs> I know you have. Some of them are incredibly entertaining. I mean, so th- also how this whole is set up. So there's a panel of judges, right? So it's a stage. It looks kind of like a comedy store yeah, or something. Like you a know? small club. Like a small venue. Yeah. Um, 
and you choose a song. It comes on. You're on stage. You perform. You do, do your performance. Do your like you're pretending to have sex with an invisible whatever. Yeah, like some people you do. don't get naked. Like, you don't get naked. Some but people, people do it in boxers. There's yeah. a guy in like a thong speedo. Exactly. Thing. So various stages of undress, but ne- yeah. not naked. Not naked. And so there's a panel of judges, and they judge. <laughs> okay, they judge on different things. Apparently, so sometimes it's porn stars that are on it. You know, like different kinds of people who are the judges. Right. Um, <laughs> so stupid. So they um they evaluate or judge on costuming, how the foreplay went, the story, and how the climax went, or something like. <laughs> and then also if it was believable. If it was sexual, like if it was a turn on mm-hmm. and the entertainment value. So right. even if you do something funny, particularly funny, that will get you points too. Right. Um, so it's just, I mean, it's I fucking... didn't know their costuming was part of it. Yeah, because apparently, so, so we saw several videos <laughs> oh, of this boy. fucking thing. And one is this dude, which we now think is like maybe one of the heads of this fucking whole thing. Yeah, because I've seen, it looks he's like he's in a couple. Yeah. <laughs> he's a champion. Oh, this is on his resume. Air sex <laughs> champion. champion. 2011 to 2008. I mean, if you're trying uh, to be a porn AJ. star, that could work on your resume. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But so he comes on, on this video, he comes on with this, like, um, what is he wearing? He's a bigger guy. He has, like, um, denim overalls on, a yellow shirt, <laughs> yeah. and, like, a trucker like, hat. And a trucker hat. And so he has a huge beard and, like, huge hair, like, long hair. And he starts out... Um, you're kind of like, uh, okay, we think we're on a farm. It's a little creepy already. The, it, and the, his backing <laughs> track is a song from Deliverance, the banjo thing. It goes, that song. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I don't know either. But it was really, hopefully everyone knows now. But so then he takes out like a jar of peanut butter, pretends to put a stick in it. And then has the animal. Which animal? It's, it's we don't sh- know. It's probably a sheep. But oh he like w- like opens up the pin to the <laughs> no. sheep and starts petting it on his head. No. And then pretends to stick his dick in a jar of peanut butter. And then starts like fucking the sheep's <sighs> mouth. And then turns the sheep around and, pre- and proceeds to like... Fuck is, both its ass and yeah, but isn't he also like fingering the sheep? Yeah, at one fingering point? the sheep while Man. he's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really open to a lot of things, but this is like when I first started seeing this, I was like, no. I mean, not. it was incredibly entertaining. Like, it's disturbing, but it was but really it, he, well he done. He did it very well. Like his acting was, was so like in impressive. the that was on YouTube, and like some of the um, <laughs> comments were like, he knows this too well yeah like he's done this before. <laughs> like, this looks very accurate yeah how i would imagine it would look like if a man uh, fucks a sheep yeah um but yeah definitely an a plus for creativity <laughs> for um, sure. i would say and he just probably won that one yeah and just adopting this like fully embodying this character i mean it's great there, there's also like there was this chick who came on with like this mini chainsaw or whatever like or some so crazy. So everyone comes up with like crazy stories. Yeah. I mean, some are less crazy. This one dude had like a sexual encounter that didn't go well. Like he's trying to fuck her and then she kind of leaves him and then he's just jerking off crying. Yeah, he's crying and <laughs> wiping the tears off his face, using it for lube. It's just like, but can you imagine? This is like a dressed person pretending that they have sex right. on stage. Yeah. I mean, I think the best ones are always, I mean, the blowjobs look kind of funny. But when a guy goes down on a girl, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, 
I don't know, in this fantasy world, it looks so fucking hilarious because like the hand movements that make it in a little bit. This is how it looks like. I'm like, you guys. Yeah. But you can kind of tell like how actually those people have sex. Oh, totally. It's kind of it. It is. Tell if if they know what they're doing or not. I mean, you probably have to have a couple drinks before you like experience an air sex competition. Oh, yeah. To like laugh. I mean, totally. the best moments are like when somebody gets like a hair stuck in their mouth, you know, like imagine. Yeah, yeah like the little <laughs> details, like pulling hair out of their teeth or whatever. <laughs> Attention to details. Attention to yeah. details, like just really show what actually happened. Right. But I mean, I do think that was like, that was actually kind of a nice point that somebody made about Arizona's competition because you can just fucking laugh about that until the end degree. I'm going to put up some videos because you guys need to see yes, this. It is fucking crazy. But um, one person said, it's bringing comedy to sex and it helps ease the tension that so many people feel about it. it totally. People. And I think because everyone's going to laugh about this, obviously. Right. It just makes it a little bit more normal. And, yeah. You know, it normalizes it for sure. Yeah. But some people like are real professionals in this. Like, yeah. See? And sometimes also people just walk on stage and like do something. Right. You know? And I don't I don't know if I want fucking sheep to be normalized, but that was obviously a comedy mm. bit. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> hopefully. But it all looks so fucking insane when somebody's like fisting somebody. Oh, and then yeah. You're like, what? And then. The, pre- the people that have like threesomes or foursomes suddenly you know, she's like blowing this one dude that she's getting fucked from behind you're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> is she still keeping it all straight in her own head all oh, the yeah. shit that she's imagining it's, oh my god it is fucking hilarious it's very entertaining so um anyways like I think the 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 world championship is like later this year so oh, wow um we should definitely it's, tune it's in. in Austin yeah in Austin Texas okay. yeah all right. <laughs> Every year. (laughs) (laughs) Is this our sex tourism like bit? We should go to Austin, Texas and see the air sex competition. Yes. Somebody buy us a flight, man. Um, (laughs) Anyways, so this is obviously fake sex on stage, right? Right. Yep. Um, With not even a partner, an imaginary partner. And then this article came out. Actually, Mona sent it to me. Yeah, it was on Vice or something. On Vice magazine about a couple in Amsterdam who has real sex on stage. On stage, yeah. So um, this is actually set in an erotic theater in Amsterdam called Casa Rosso. And they have a 60-minute sex show. And in the sex show, there's like diff- different bits, right? There's like this woman who's smoking a cigar out of her vagina. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> that doesn't sound that healthy. It sounds like Thailand. How the fuck does she even do that? Uh, I guess with her muscles, she yeah. can like... Okay, that's yeah. crazy. Um, then there's a dominatrix who humiliates like a volunteer from the oh, audience. Awesome. I mean, obviously, everyone's drunk probably when they yeah. get into the show, right? This is not like a sober situation, I'm assuming. Well, hi, anyways. And then um, then we have this couple. They're called Erica and Udi. And they've been together for they've a been long time. performing on stage for quite a while For 16 now, right? years. Yeah. They've been doing this for 16 years. So they're a couple... And they are on a rotating stage in this theater, and they have like an eight-minute sex bit, yeah. and they do it twice a day. Which is, cr- I mean, how do you completely insane? How do you keep your sex drive? I mean, like they talk about it, yeah, you know, yeah. like because there's an interview, but like the just what the show is, you know, they walk on stage, then he starts giving her head first, then he gets an erection. 
Apparently that's part of like who he is in real life because that's how he gets an erection right. by going down on her. And then they perform, yeah, amazing man, right? Perform a few sex tricks to the rhythm of music. Yeah. It's described. Amazing. Then he penetrates her while squatting on his legs. Okay, this sounds a little funny, but he's like squatting and her legs are like up in the air and he fucks her kind of like that. Yeah. But this is all like on a rotating, rotating stage. table. Amazing. It's, so it's kind of like live porn, I guess. Um, and then she balances on her arms. Like, it's kind of like acrobatic, I guess. Yeah, it's like Cirque du Soleil X-rated. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true, actually. I think I would be actually fascinated to see it. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, then they do, did an interview, and apparently they were just like, they were dating for a couple of years, and then they're like, oh, we want to work together. Maybe open a bakery. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Have sex on stage? <laughs> I, this jump was never described in yeah, the, in the interview of how they came from, like, we want to have a business together to, like, let's fuck to, on stage yeah, live. Yeah, exactly. I forget, I forget if it t- told the origin story. But... No, just really shortly that they yeah. wanted, literally, that they wanted to work together. And then they were kind of like, oh, maybe we can do porn-ish things. Mm-hmm. But then it took them too long. And they were like, oh, let's just do a live show. Yeah. Weird. So they had to audition, which is crazy. So you have to audition having sex. What? Yeah. Oh, and you have gosh. to get a boner. Like the dude's real fucked. You know what yeah, I mean? That's a little rough. Of course. Um, but so he has to have a boner twice a day, and he, I mean, he twice a day at least, yeah. Yeah. But for the show, and he, it was interesting because she was describing that she's trying to not look at the audience. Yeah. Um, and that she's trying to be like kind of like completely tuning out the fact yeah, that there's audience. That somebody, there. Yeah, somebody's out there, and he's the opposite. He like. He's an ex- exhibitionist. And yeah. He loves to like look at people. Look at people while he's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> but then he said like sometimes he has to concentrate because once this girl was in there with her boyfriend and she was not wearing underwear and he was like, uh, okay, I need to like concentrate on fucking my girlfriend. Right. Exactly. To not look. I don't know why he would lose his erection seeing that, but maybe just being distracted, you yeah, know, because yeah. he has to do a whole set. Right. Exactly. <laughs> twice a day. It's, it's well, apparently it doesn't come every time, but it is kind of crazy. Can you imagine you have sex twice a day? Nearly you probably have one day off. I don't know. Right. For the last 16 years on stage. That's crazy. With your partner. That's your job. I mean, that's love if they sustained this. But well, still, also, I mean, crazy. it's kind of like maybe ideal. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Your sex life is going to m- maintain itself, I guess. You have to be an exceptional horny person for this to be like even a choice. Oh, definitely. Well, obviously, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who even comes up with that fucking idea? You know what I mean? Um. Oh, but he did say, this is so funny in this interview. I think one of the things that he said was, it's like I turned my hobby into my profession. And I'm like, well, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, fucking is a hobby. Yeah. It's my hobby. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It's definitely a big hobby of mine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's one of my favorite hobbies. Am I turning it into a profession? Actually, no, exactly. So I am. I just don't have sex. Basically, on stage. I mean, sex on stage. I'm kidding. <laughs> but she's like, you're very close to um, undressing and fucking in front of 50 people. I'm like, oh, I did not know how I got there. You never, you never <laughs> how know. How did this happen? How did I get from like talking about sex news? Exactly. Being it, fucked by somebody. I mean, on they stage? went from wanting to run a business together to a bakery stage, so. of all things. Yeah. Uh, never know is there a pun in there <laughs> I'm sure a bun oh. um, okay whatever that was bad <laughs> she did laugh huh? <laughs> just shouting out a bun sorry well. a pun a bun um, yeah but that's interesting would you ever do that would you ever have sex on stage hmm maybe 
Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say definitely not. No, me either. No, not definitely not. It's, I mean, the only problem, you do it once, you, it's like, you've done it. You know what I mean? If, if, if it were somehow anonymous that somebody couldn't see my face. Right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit more exciting because totally. then you don't have the repercussions of somebody going, I saw you fuck on stage yesterday. And yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, my life's changing drastically. Yeah. <laughs> we have some catching up to do. Yeah. Um, so, but I guess then you can just go to a sex party and kind of like have sex. And, but not everyone's going to look at you at a sex party. Right, exactly. I mean, I, in the context of like this artistic performance, mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds interesting to me, but I wouldn't just, if it was just some raunchy, I don't know. I think it could be super interesting, you know, at a sex party too, maybe like Eyes Wide Shutty when you're wearing a mask and you go in there and you're doing a performance. Yeah. It's kind of really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now it, de- see, it depends on like, the context. See, now she's convincing pedal. herself. My gas pedal's gas already pedal. like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Okay, this is really very precise. Like, I only know one man who would ever do this. Oh, I know, really? I know one guy who would do this with me. For sure. He's crazy. I love it. Like, you know, he's like super... His, for example, his gas pedal accelerator. Yeah. I mean, nothing. He really? also could look at a wide wall. He's like... Right. He wants so to fuck just, everywhere getting... outside. Like, he wants to nearly get caught. He's like that kind of oh, okay, yeah, vibe. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. wants to, like, finger you in a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of a man. I mean, yeah, my boyfriend got me off on an airplane, and then we have our whole bathroom, like the p- whole public thing, where he we he taps his nose and we go in a bathroom, and he goes down on me. I mean, maybe we're maybe we're just a couple steps away from <laughs> yeah, it's a performing sex <laughs> no, no, on no, no, stage. No. <laughs> we'll keep it to ourselves. You never know. Never know. we will do now is we will worship yes worship so our worship section is all about erotic art and we've done everything not really but well, like movies books, books uh, music, music. Hey, wow. both like the music huh? <laughs> painters and uh, this uh, this week we are gonna go to India ancient India 2000 years ago and what was written there Karma Sutra. The Karma Sutra. And it's the oldest textbook on erotic love. Most people are familiar with it just because of sex positions, but it, it dives into a lot more than that, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's super interesting. So it was like written by this Indian philosopher, Vrachiana. And he he basically just took like the sentiments of that time, like how people were interacting with sex. Right. and um, Because it's so much more than sex. It's like about a relationship. He talks about how to wash yourself properly. Yeah. How to, like, approach a woman. Yeah. And it's almost like a spiritual practice in a way. That too. Exactly. So yes, the spiritual practice. And then something that's very, like, practical, right? Like, yeah. washing yourself would be very practical. Right. Or what to do if somebody um, commits adultery and, like, how to have several lovers. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's all over the place. So you know what I mean? Guide. It's a life guide. Yeah, kind of like, it, I think it's also call, called kind of like the art of living. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but all in a sense of like, how do you have like a a love life that is fulfilling? Right. And, and very pleasure oriented. And doesn't it also go into that uh, you should focus on a female's pleasure first? Yeah, that's part of it. I yeah. mean, in general, like the, the book was written for, 
or was meant for rich younger men. Right. It's written also. It's said that women who read the book will actually become more attractive or more like sexually in tune. Right. Um. So they're kind of like proposing that you could read it, but yeah, it was yeah. written in Sanskrit, and Sanskrit back then was more for like upper class, like people yeah, could yeah. read. So. It's pretty specific, but then at the same time, it kind of leaves it open. Yeah, yeah, you can apply to, to more all different people. Yeah, and so for example, there's, I mean, the views are obviously male geared, but there's also, for example, one thing that was written, um, and this is kind of like um, um, a summary. But it says, "Women being of a tender nature, want tender beginnings." The man should therefore approach the girl according to her liking, and should make use of those devices by which he may be able to establish himself more and more into her confidence. Right. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Basically saying, right, like he should figure out what she likes and like do it for her. Yeah, exactly. To get her in the mood or whatever. Because yeah. it seems like guys can pretty much be turned on in my life. <laughs> by anything, you mean? <laughs> well, depending, you know. Yeah, depending. <laughs> depending, I'm sure, obviously. I mean, I can be turned on by nearly anything. But I do understand that that is like, it is literally take her into consideration, which... Is kind of crazy because I feel like even 50 years He's ago that was not woke. taught. Very woke. <laughs> <laughs> the woke Indians, man. Right. Um, but also it's interesting because it does insist that her pleasure is important. It describes something similar to a female orgasm. Right, which is awesome. Which is incredible. And for 2,000 years ago, that's Two crazy. fucking thousand years ago. Yeah. It's, a lo- it's a long time, people. No, but also to satisfy her before him, like you said. Right. Before himself. And that's... That's like mind blowing. People don't even fucking do that today. Yeah, I know. I mean, thank God we're not sleeping with these people, but still, you know, like it's a it's a thing. Yeah. And I um so in this book, obviously, there's so many different descriptions, um, of like the world around them and like how to live a good life, you know, with your partner. But obviously, in the sixties and seventies, it kind of came to the U.S. or right. to the Western world. It was translated in like kind of with this free love free movement. Loved. Yeah, of course. It was also connected with yoga and tantra. Right. So a lot of things were like thrown in together mm-hmm. to a little bit, a little bit like that. But since the most famous thing about the Gama Sutra are the sex positions for us anyways. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. We are going to look, we are going to look today at some of the more entertaining ones. The crazy ones. Yeah. The ones that are just highly challenging yeah, or interesting. Some will take super, <laughs> superhuman like strength or flexibility. It seems like more of a workout. Than, than, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do a couple of those. Um, but I want to start us off with the most classic of them all. Um, the one you've seen is a lot in like Tantra. I'm going to put up um, all the photos and images so you guys can like look along or like check it out later or whatever so you understand the crazy positions that we we're talking about yeah and then we're gonna oh we're gonna rate them we're gonna oh, do yeah. five of course she loves ratings <laughs> i love ratings i don't know why <laughs> we're gonna do five for fuck yeah i fuck like that today and we're gonna do zero for fuck no i'll never fuck like that ever <laughs> Um, these are our ratings. So um, the first one is called the Kama Sutra Lotus. And it's very much like the classic Tantra position. So he's in like a lotus seat kind of. And she's in a lotus seat on top. And to describe a lotus seat in case you don't oh. know, there yeah. she has her <laughs> legs. She's sitting facing him and sh- her legs are wrapped around him and his legs are wrapped around her. So Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's true. Who knows? <laughs> but she's on top-ish. Yep. Um, and it's very uh, that's oh it's a super intimate position I mean have you done that one yeah 
Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. It's yeah. nice. It's yeah, like, if you're with someone that you love, like, it's it's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I think it's actually extremely intimate. Like, it makes it even more, even if you're not really intending it to be, um, because you're facing that person and you have, like, so very much. Very close to each yeah. other, yeah. yeah, yeah I you, mean, obviously, you're close to each other, but your whole body, like, you're... You're, like, holding each other. You're, like, hugging yeah, while you're having exactly. sex. Yeah, yeah. It's really... I don't know. It's cool. I... I think I was joking about this earlier. That it's a good position to squirt in, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying it's like nice. You're on top. It's gonna happen pretty easily. And so if you're trying to squirt, just, I don't know if it happens for everybody. But when I squirt easier when I'm on top. Oh my god, it's very funny. Well, some guys like it, some guys don't. Oh you know yeah, yeah. I mean? like, totally. A lot of guys are really into it. Just use a sex blanket or be on the floor <laughs> or something. This stupid sex blanket I still didn't buy. I haven't it's, bought yet. <laughs> it's gonna haunt you until you buy it. It will. It will. I should try it. Just maybe some won't sponsor me. Okay, so we're gonna start um, with the first crazy Kama Sutra position, and it's called the suspended scissors. Yeah. So what this, is this one? I mean, this requires <laughs> looking this requires quite a bit of strength and balance. That it starts especially, off, especially for the chick. Yeah, it starts off with a warning. Uh, this position <laughs> requires <laughs> lots of strength and plenty, plenty of, of balance. balance. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't read. Um, but yeah, so she's propped up on one arm. Um, Crazy. I mean, with her her other arm like grabbing the back of his, and he's standing up, and. One leg is going underneath him, and then the other leg is kind of on the side. So there's, there's, a, you can do a scissor lying down on the bed, but mm-hmm. this is you're up. Yeah, it's a scissor standing up. Yeah, air. it's kind of honestly, it's like doing a, a one armed um, plank. plank while you're being thrusted upon. Doesn't that sound incredibly challenging? <laughs> Such a turn on. Like you got to do a plank, and somebody's like fucking you, and you have to like keep the balance. Yeah. I don't know. There's well, something like about shaking. this position that, like, I feel like I would die within like 30 seconds. Yeah, it completely erase me. It would like put me over the edge. Like, I cannot do this anymore. I can't even feel the pleasure. Right. <laughs> it's if maybe if you're a crazy yogi, like that's this true. Could be a fun challenge. But currently, oh. like, no. I, I could, currently, I, I could like, last like two seconds doing this. Yeah, I don't know about that. One. So it, it does say that it's tricky. Yeah. Oh, but it says not so difficult once you're in position, which I find completely insane because I feel like just propping yourself up on one arm. But yeah, he's kind balance. of holding her as well. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. she's like loop sided a little bit. I mean, whatever. It's it's very complicated. I'm not a huge fan. What's your rating? I'd give it a I'd give it a two. If I was in really good shape. If I was like, in really good shape. I mean, if, <laughs> if I was in exceptional shape, uh, it seems like a fun challenge. But I don't know if mm-hmm. I could, if I could do it for too long. I mean, definitely not do it for too long. <laughs> I mean, for the joke of it, I'm going to do it a one because that's really, it doesn't look like, Enjoyable. I can't imagine, yeah, I can't imagine a single moment of this being like good because I cannot touch my clit in this thing, in his position. Oh, I'm just yeah. straining and he's fucking me from like, like underneath. And he's also, yeah, it seems like a strain for both people. But just keep in mind that these are some of the most difficult and ridiculous positions. Not all com- karma sutras like this. I don't want to think Not like, at all, guys. I don't want you guys to think it's impossible. But We're just looking at like the ones that are really challenging because I think a lot of the normal ones we've done. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it is the truth. Yeah. I looked at a lot of them. You're like, oh, yeah, done, done that mm-hmm. one. Been there, done that. Okay, now we get to the 
most challenging yeah, because we have insane. to like kind of do that in order to like give you the craziest of them all. And I think that's one of the craziest and it's called The Bridge. Yeah. And so The Bridge, uh, the man, it's, you do kind of like a back bend. The bridge is a yoga position where you bend over backwards with your hands and feet on the ground. Um, but so the man's bent over backwards while she's kind of like on her tippy toes riding him while he's holding her up. I mean, I, I would think you'd have to start, he'd have to start inside her and then bend over backwards. Yeah. Because you can't, like, once he's erect, you can't get on him, climb up on him afterwards unless you, like, jumped. But here it says, okay, here it actually says the way, like, it described, he makes a bridge while the woman straddles him. Oh, yeah, so she's yeah. already, she can then move up and down by pushing off the floor with her feet. Not for the faint-hearted. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, honestly, it looks like you'd break off his dick or something. Yeah. Or his back. High, <laughs> high probability of broken dick. High probability. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> this is like the weather report. Yeah. The probability of a broken a dick, dick is 90%. 90%. <laughs> yeah, this one is rough. Like, I... I mean, actually, though... More so for the man. Ye yeah. So because you really don't have to do much. <laughs> yeah. So maybe else. you would do it. <laughs> I give this a four. <laughs> I give it a three just because it looks. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable him and you don't yeah. want to be like um, sadistic. Right. Because it, it says it's only suitable for extremely strong and flexible men. So. Yeah. I mean, I actually don't know a lot of dudes like that are this flexible no. and strong. Actually, one guy did did a lot of yoga. Okay, so maybe you yeah. could do it. It does up. not look like a fun position for the dude. No. So the next one, I, I chose that one because I want to try it. So <laughs> <laughs> not because it's extremely difficult, just because it's a modified version of the reverse cowgirl, which yeah. I like. Yes. Well, Same. what is different? Um, it, the difference is that so she's straddling him with her ass facing towards him, and then she's bent over forward, so like her head is on yeah. the bed. So it's get, hitting you at a different angle, probably. Do you think you could just go from like you do a reverse cowgirl, and then you just lean lean forward? forward? Yeah. Right. Well, oh, you have to tuck your legs a little bit. Sometimes I find it so funny to switch positions because oh, you, yeah. you know, like and you, well, he tries to stay inside you <laughs> yeah. while you're tr switching positions. Sometimes it's really impressive when you can just like flip over if, and if he you flips you over. Yeah, yeah. But but it doesn't always, doesn't always work. But also sometimes it works, and then you try to keep on fucking, and then you like yeah. it, like <laughs> disastrous. But like it could be like some kind of a yoga sequence because you're up and right. then you go down. You just have to flip your legs. <laughs> Anyways, this looks like. An amazing position for a G spot. Yeah, exactly. Um, penetration, like fuck yeah. Uh -huh. I, I mean, <laughs> we're also watching. Uh, we're looking at the photo. Yeah, the other, <laughs> the other ones were like cartoon drawings, and this one is actually of a couple doing it. So it it, it did. And she looks it, real excited. Oh yeah, <laughs> she looks like she's really enjoying herself. So so we're like, that should. That, I want that face. Yeah, I want that yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's do this position. <laughs> No, that looks so hot. Yeah, no, I give this a five for sure. Definitely. What yeah. did I say? A ten. A ten. <laughs> Just like this is what I want to do tonight. Right? No, but he's kind of like staring at her butt. I think it must be super hot for him too. Because oh he yeah. Sees everything. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Gosh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. My boyfriend's out of town. God damn. <laughs> I'll well, save this one for later. Exactly, exactly. Just send him a photo of this and be like, this is what we're going to do. Yes. My God. Um, okay, so the next one is called, a very famous one, actually. A very famous Kama Sutra position called the plow. Yep. The and plow. The, the plow. So the plow, it's it's similar to like um, 
kind of the wheel wheelbarrow that you would do as a kid where you'd lift up your the, someone would be standing up and lift up your ankles and then you have to walk on your hands except she's on top of a bed with kind of her arms crossed leaning on mm -hmm. her forearms and then he has her by the waist actually this kind of looks fun I mean the only thing I'm a little worried about are the straight legs because that seems like a lot of uh, work yeah, yeah, yeah you know <laughs> but hey if you, so if, heavy. if you missed your workout that week then just <laughs> knock out two birds with one stone it's like a gym going to the gym I mean that would be my favorite gym to go oh, to oh hell yeah I mean maybe not like with other people doing the same shit <laughs> right. you're like oh could you imagine the sex gym a sex gym <laughs> with all different like height benches <laughs> and like goodness. medicine balls oh my god it'd be so funny it would oh. take like a nudist colony to the next level wow <laughs> <laughs> okay. We may have just figured out a new business venture. <laughs> super illegal. This, I mean, well, I don't know. Is this In super America, illegal? we could go to Amsterdam where those people fuck on stage. That's true. Yeah. We'll just like do like a sex gem <laughs> so people can just come and have sex and yeah, work and we out. have all these different like tools to help them into these positions. Oh my God, how Could fun. have an instructor with Actually, an instructor. Totally at the, it's, like, it's like yoga class with an instructor at the front of the room. Two people <laughs> who are instructors <laughs> and then a whole room of people who are trying and you and but the instructor can go behind them and help them get into the position. Oh. Oh my god. Would you mind that there's a lot of other people around you? Fuck I mean, at that point, you, at you that point, if you're already at you that gym, you really don't know what you're that. getting yourself into. It's, uh, I mean, I have to be yes. a lot of open minded people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the orgy tent. At or like, maybe you could just, we not we, but you could just we. do an instructional video for people to do it at home. Like, She's like, we're going to do this video <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> With these Kama Sutra like workouts <laughs> that you can do at home. Actually, that's not a bad. Idea. I, I know. Maybe we will sell this soon, copyright. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be the model on that one, but um, <laughs> we could we hire will, some people. Yeah, we'll do some little animations. <laughs> animations. Of that. It should be totally people because then it's like half porn, half gem, yeah. half Kama Sutra. Right? I'm, I'm sorry, third, third, third. <laughs> Same uh, one third. Yeah, there you go. We're good. Man. I I love this idea. <laughs> Look but at it, that. <laughs> what, what would you rate the, the plow? I think I would do it a five. I mean, I would actually want to have like my feet angled, my legs angled up. Yeah. To as opposed to like your feet going straight out. And you have that to, like, that, that's going to work your thighs for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think, but maybe the point of some of four. this is to be because it's yogic. Yogi. Yeah, I mean, they were trying to like just so somehow combining a lot of different right, things. Exactly. I like it in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> the workout aspect, even though I've never really like thought of it that way. <laughs> oh, boy. We all challenge all of you to do one of those positions. And, you know, if you're not really um, into like the gym workout Kama Sutra situation, you can always do the lotus yeah, one. Yeah, the lotus or the bowl. Dude, easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the bowl. See, oh. if, if you try any of those out, um, write in, let us know. Yeah, let us know if you liked it. Yeah. Or if, if you hated it. Ended up with a broken nose. <laughs> if you, yeah, we also want like we don't really want a lawsuit. Disastrous thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not responsible for anything that happens at your home. No, oh my God, no, Jesus Christ. Um, that was fun. Yeah, that was, I, that was a fun one. Oh, I can't. It was educational do. and inspirational. Inspirational <laughs> and spiritual and, and yeah. spiritual. Oh, that um, since we had pussy to church, it was spiritual. Oh, yeah, that was a spiritual. It was a spiritual uh, moment. Yeah. Oh, actually, that was like something about the Kama Sutra we haven't said yet. They actually um, had sex back then, not because it was normal and because you had, you know, you wanted to procreate, but also they saw it as like a divine moment between a man and a woman, right? Like a spiritual moment, yeah, yeah, between gods, really, right? Um, 
The gods of the pussy church. <laughs> Confessions. Confessions. And that is questions from you guys and answers from us. She is losing it. <laughs> it is. It's been a long week. It is Sunday. Right. It's been a long week. You gotta under, unwind. Um, we're gonna unwind with a little bit of sexy questions from you. Yes. Uh, or not so. The first one is like pretty straightforward, and it's how do you deal with getting ghosted? Oh. Uh Move on. Move on. Yeah, that was exactly, <laughs> that was my two-word response to that. Just move on. Uh, it's like, I mean, really depending on how much you've hung out with that person, right? It can be very crazy if you've hung out with somebody for a while and then they yeah. suddenly vanish. That's crazy. But that's like a like, lunatic. That would be awful. But I would assume someone who would normally ghost someone is like a new, maybe you went on a Tinder date and then they don't want to talk to you afterwards. Yeah. Or maybe you had sex once and the person doesn't respond anymore. Right. I mean, it's not a cool thing. I've never really ghosted anybody. <laughs> 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 yeah right well I have yeah, kind no. of I've not ghosted I've, I've like semi ghosted like that I'm so busy right now yeah, so you, sorry you keep on coming up with excuses yeah. long enough until they finally get the hint I've never just completely went from like having sex with someone and then just completely no, dropping I've off. never done that but I have but I have made like, up a lot yeah. of excuses why I can't hang out again yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. yeah it's kind of sucky because I wish there was like something a little bit more honest but also it feels so like rough sometimes to be like listen just these are thing. all the reasons why yeah. i don't like to sleep with you again like, right right and it doesn't need I mean, like i don't want to hang out with you again like it doesn't it doesn't need to be just around their sexual performance so you just like either yeah, you click or you don't exactly but yeah how do you deal with it i mean i do think that the best thing to do is to just be like literally take that person think of him think like he's or she anyways yeah. really right just like erase them they do not exist anymore maybe delete their phone number just let it fucking go yeah, yeah. and move the fuck on yeah like find another about it date. once yeah and go right agreed let it die and leave because it's really even nothing i mean it happens to people all the way right like Sometimes you like somebody more than they like you. Sometimes oh, yeah. somebody Everyone, likes you. It's, everyone's dealt with it, I'm sure. But Yeah, it sucks, though. If you really like somebody, but honestly, if you really like somebody and that person ghosts you, yeah, then you have not looked close enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That person's not like a, a person. obvious sign that you don't want to be with this person no. if they... And they don't want to be with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> clearly. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. All, All right. right. Um, but, yeah, move on. Moving on. We are moving on. Um, oh, oh yeah. What is your experience with sexual chemistry in age gap relationships or similar context? I'm 23 and with someone who's 11 years older and it's wild. <laughs> I know that someone has to say something about this. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I've always been into men quite a bit older than me. I haven't dated someone within 10 years of my age since high school. You're kidding. No. It's been really that consistent? Oh, yeah. I've always I mean, been I into know that like, you have. When I was but... in school, I was even into teachers. <gasps> yeah. It's, it's, it's Wait, so thing. how many years? What's the longest you've been apart with somebody? Oh, like the, the you know, biggest year? Biggest, yeah. Uh, I forget been. how many years. I've I've slept with someone who was in their 60s. No fucking way. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. In their 60s? It's, he he may have been like 60. <gasps> how was that? Awesome. No. Yeah. 
What did oh, you know? I was, think I was, he was very, old? I was very into him. There's a I mean, longer buildup, but but this is like a. I'm not going to bring away our age completely, but it's like over 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> she's twice your age. She's getting very uncomfortable. Right but like, no, it's just like a 60 year old. It reminds me of my dad. So I'm like having an issue. A bit, yeah. I know? mean, it, for some reason, it's always just been my thing. Like currently my boyfriend and I, the, the difference is 19 years. Fuck. Really? Uh, damn. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Somehow, though, when I see you together, it doesn't seem like you're that much younger than him. But maybe just because you're a cool, intelligent woman. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's it's, uh, and I can't like I I can't even be attracted to someone my own age. They just seem like boys. Have to me. you never slept with somebody your age? I have like, but I never. I it always Should felt like I was face. fucking a little boy. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. I just can't, I can't do it. Wow. I'm like not. Not, have you ever had somebody younger than you, like significantly? So? Not significantly, like okay. maybe like a year younger, and that just okay. felt like I was a pedophile. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Not to that extent, but I, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I, but as far as like I, I, so yeah. What what are the things that come with that? Right, like there's parents that come with that. Like what are the challenges of like a big age difference? Well, uh, challenges. Yeah, I mean, parents could judge the situation mm-hmm. like my dad hates the fact that i'm dating someone so much older than me and always has hated the fact because he thinks that represents a failing on his end like i'm searching for a dad oh, oh wow. <laughs> has he in, said this uh we, we haven't know, talked yeah. about it that much but i know that he he doesn't like the fact that i'm dating someone so much older and always okay. have but as far as what you're asking about the the chemistry in the age gap relationship i mean it just depends some some people are into people who are mm-hmm. older or younger and some people aren't but as far as it relates to sex in my experience when i was younger and dating much older people they were more attentive and knew how to treat a woman better than people in their early 20s. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And they have so much more experience, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, in that sense, you're actually getting with a dude who's... Who's not just like the point isn't just to come. No. And, yeah. and maybe well, there's also, him. maybe yeah. it's also the other way around in some kind of a sense. If you're an older guy sleeping with a younger girl, well, it probably depends on the guys too because there's all the shitheads out there. Yeah. But maybe he wants to like give you a good experience and, you know, like help you discover things, you know? Right. So I think that would be like another dynamic of that. Exactly. I mean, honestly, (laughs) for me, like this is not the person. I think the most I have. Yeah. What's um, been your biggest? I mean, not not in a relationship, but with a guy once was 12 years was 12 years older older than me was the craziest. And that felt very old because I was very young. I mean, it wasn't illegal, but yeah, it felt yeah. very old. Right. I was 19 and he was 31. And I thought back then I was like, it's an old dude. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like this is an older guy. <laughs> and I'm 19. So there there I felt actually it was too far. I just, you know, I was in college. And like, I was like, this is far away. Right. Like, it just felt uncomfortable. I mean, it was, no, the sex was fine and everything. But I was just, I think on a mental level, I was like, I don't, the two of us are in different yeah. places, you know? Right. And then. Most of the time, the dudes are about five years older than I, I would say. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's more difficult to, if you want to maintain a relationship with an age difference, it's a lot more difficult when you're young, say you're in your early 20s and you're dating someone who's quite a bit older. In your early 20s, you're, maturity wise, you're going to be a lot different than your mm-hmm. late 20s. And I think that's a tough transition to go through. 
um, because in some aspects, you the younger person might seem really mature, but also you have to grow a lot through your twenties, and yeah, it, you're. It's going to be obvious that you're quite a bit younger, and that can cause. When some also, strains. I wonder, you know, also like a life phase is we're in, right? Because then you have to kind of talk about if you're 21 and he's 35, right. maybe he wants a child, but maybe you don't for the next yeah, like yeah. 10 years. Exactly. And you also have to consider like, okay, if we do have a children, a child, he's going to be really a lot older than you later mm -hmm. in life. And oh, yeah, yeah. the kids could not have a father for a big portion <gasps> of their life. Have you thought about these things? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, and also, and you've also do, like you've being, them and then life, if so. you both yeah. die of old age and stay together forever, He's going to go a lot sooner than you yeah. will. Like, I realized the difference between me and my current boyfriend is in 19. It's 17 years. Not that okay. that makes it a big Not difference. a huge difference, I would say. But yeah, 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 those are things I've had to consider. Anyway, we I don't want to go on it because I could talk about this subject forever. No, but I'm it's super interesting. I think it's very fascinating because also the other way around, let's say, right? Um, the youngest I've ever dated, you know, but not for a long time because it's also for me. What he was six years younger than I oh wow um and for me it was like a kid yeah but I felt like actually not even sexually because I think the sex was really good with him yeah I think just mentally it was like this is kind of not yeah at all like I just felt like so removed I'm like I don't think we have much to talk about you know right. what I mean and yeah that can be a problem too like you you aren't on the same level but I don't know it like in my current situation my boyfriend is a complete goofball and we kind of it feels like we meet in the middle perfectly yeah like, um okay next question this guy wrote in and he said thoughts on autofellatio straight male and love it after being in my girl come it all okay so that's obviously a dude being able to blow himself yeah yeah that's crazy it's not a lot of guys who can do that i mean it's impressive it is like kama sutra yeah, yeah. He's you like have to work on. your way into being able to do that. I mean, that's crazy. Honestly, I mean, as a girl, you just can't imagine because that's not even possible. I think if you're in circle, the fucking no. soleil. Well, like if you're a contortionist, sure, but. You think? Oh, contortionist. think there's, I mean, a, there's a girl that can lick herself? Probably. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she just literally looked down at her lap and was just like, whoa. That was hilarious. <laughs> Um, okay, so okay, my if, thoughts if, on that. I think if you can do it, fuck yeah. I yeah, mean, awesome. I'm also wondering if come at all means like that's kind of weird though. So you're in your girl and then you come and then you go down on yourself, or do you not come when you're in her and then you wait and you come in your own mouth? <gasps> that is so nuts, huh? Whoa, he can come in his own mouth, obviously. Interesting. Um, well, impressive, dude. Uh, very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, I would just say, like, good for you. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've never seen it. Yeah. Have you seen somebody do that? No. I fucking gotta ask though the dudes. Everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I can't like even touch my yeah. like toes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, no, no bad thoughts about no, it. No, fucking amazing, yeah. man. I, you know, a little bit of athleticism in your sex life is good. And like, if you can blow yourself, all the power to you. I wish I could lick myself. Yeah, for, for sure. That's a bit weird, but still, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. Um, cool. I, I like this question. Do you think you need the right body type to be an exotic dancer? Not at no. all. No, I've seen them in all. I've been to a yes. lot of strip clubs 
Uh, and Me I've too. seen them all shapes and sizes. Literally, I mean, that's a little bit of a point, I feel like, especially in strip clubs where there's more girls dancing, that there is a lot of different body types because a lot of guys have different preferences. Different so they bring a lot of different girls in, right. like the ones with the huge booties and like the really skinny ones. Uh-huh. And there's and like bigger women in general. A lot and, of bigger women, yeah. especially big asses, yeah. you know, big tits, like... Sounds funny, but like very voluptuous, like beautiful women yeah, yeah. dance all the time. Oh, so yeah. I mean, I think a- actually, and that was represented well in the movie Hustlers that we talked about last um, week. Yeah, last week, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, There's the, actually Lizzo. It's, it's yeah, it's nice that they showed all body types as opposed to just doing your stereotypical what you'd expect a stripper to look like. Exactly. Now, so at, if you go to strip clubs, and if that's um, the question, sounds a little bit like you want to be an exotic dancer, but maybe that's not the truth. Right? Do you think right. you or just have, just or just in general? If that's, yeah. Yeah. I really. I mean, the only thing you do have to have if you want to dance on a pole, you have to have muscles. Yeah. But you can have that in like in really any, any body shape. type. Yeah. 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 Um, because it's exhausting. People. But yeah, there's there's someone for everyone. Um, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> there's someone for every pole too. Yeah. It's like it's a buffet of. Uh, it's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm not explaining this well. Uh, well but really, no. though. I mean, everyone has a different preference. Yeah, exactly. So, no, uh, there isn't one. No. Yeah. Last but not least, there's so many questions today, but um, we're running low on time. So, this last one is, can't figure out, from a girl, I can't figure out how to word this, but, double T, First booty loving experience stories, question mark. Love you. Um, <laughs> since we talk about anal a lot, I thought this would be fun to like, I don't know, inspire somebody <laughs> to try the first, you know, the first like anal play step. So what was like one of your first stories, like experiences where you tried it and you're like, oh, kind of feels good or oh, did not. I think, well, I, I enjoy it now. The first experience wasn't that great because he was a little more aggressive than he should. Was that anal sex already? Or was that like anal Oh, else? this is sex. I oh, mean, anal sex, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to... Wow. I'm trying to remember like a first notable experience. I mean, obviously you start with fingers and play around with that and it can go to tongue and then eventually working your way up. But um, I, don't, I don't know... If, Maybe you tell a story. <laughs> you don't want to tell a story. No, I don't know if I, if I, have, I have like a like a. I think my uh, my first experience, apart from like, I think I was a little afraid of anal sex. I think just because of like the pain. Yeah. Um. So my first experience was actually um, tongue, like a rim job. Like yeah. a guy gave me a rim job. He really wanted to give me a rim job, and I was like, "All right, well, I've never had it. Like, yeah, let's." And it's kind of sexy that so someone's like somebody wants to. So, that was the thing. He really, really yeah, wanted yeah, to do. Yeah. And there's like, something sit on my sex- face. Sit yeah. on my face. I'm like, well. I'm going to fucking sit on your face. And then I did it and he gave me a room job and I was like, this feels really fucking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Especially in combination with like, like going down on you already. Oh yeah. I love that. I that l- switch around. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's fantastic. So I really like that. And then we did start with fingers and then my first anal sex I had with another partner. Um, and that was he had a really big dick, so it's like it was it was harder. So yeah. we had to go very slow over like weeks, really. I mean weeks, yeah, no, but uh, over weeks, like slowly, um, working our way, you yeah, know, up to it because you and just like a lot of like stop. How does this feel like? Right, and um, and yeah. it and it can vary. Like some days it 
can work fine and some days mm-hmm. it can just be painful and it's not going to happen like it, you're I mean tons of lube yeah I'm saying this all the lots time. of lube I, I suggest blah. like starting with the finger and then working your way up to a butt plug and then oh I love the butt plugs also with the butt plugs you can um they have different sizes so you can like size up yeah exactly so you can train yourself really I mean this is literally what people do they train yeah, themselves yeah. to have anal sex right. in that sense that you could slowly keep on going I mean I think the other way around for me because it's like booty loving experience what does that mean right for me like the first time I gave a rim job to a guy and the first time I stuck fingers up a guy's butt yeah, you know yeah. those were really fun oh yeah because I was just like oh my god I've never done this before right so then you go and you just I don't know that was like really fun and playful yeah yeah no I, and I love it he liked it so much that I it was just so, really some, fun. It, the, you, that's the fine line to walk. Some people can be really into it. Some people might not be. Like the first time yeah. my boyfriend and I ever hooked up, I like while I was going down on him, I I gave him for some reason I could just tell like he he probably he would like, like a rim job. And then yeah, he said that was awesome that the first time we hooked up that I did that. I wonder it's how like, many oh, she's girls do it, do it. To be completely honest, yeah, because I think I mean who fucking knows? Hopefully a lot. But um, if you guys. Well, wants it and gets pleasure out of it but i think um this guy i've been dating he he really likes it but i I forgot how i figured it out but i think it's more like you first you do like your finger like just just brush up yeah exactly you don't have to like they kind of pull away then obviously exactly if he's like "Eh." but if he's like if he's like like, makes a sound or like oh yeah 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 yeah. it's just like playing somebody just Mm -hmm. like oh where is he gonna react where's he gonna react yeah but i um I think once I had sex with a guy and it was the first time we had sex and I didn't really ask him, but I also could kind of feel it and like put my finger up his butt. And later he was like, nobody has ever put their finger up my butt. And I was like, oh, shit, I hope that's okay. (laughs) And he's like, no, it's fucking amazing. But nobody's ever done it, right? But he also, I think since you go a little slower, he probably could have, he had he had enough time to be like, ah, uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. please, no, yeah, stop. and also never just shove your finger up. No, sometimes. you also should like, probably use some lube if you can. Yeah, or saliva. Yes, but at least, and don't have long nails. Oh, yes. no, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, because I have long well, nails sometimes, and right. I know then when yeah. I have long nails, I cannot give. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's that. the saddest thing for me about long nails. Oh no, is that weird? Like, <laughs> I love that. that I'm even such a weirdo. I'm like, of course, it crosses yeah. my mind because I like having long nails. But when I really, when I do have them, I can't. Yeah, well, massage his prostate. So <laughs> massage his prostate. That sounds so. I don't well, know. No, a gay guy actually taught me. Well, not personally on him, but like taught me kind of the way to massage oh, the prostate. Do you want to explain it? Oh, sure. It was very funny because I think he literally, we were at this party and obviously I'm fucking shameless. It's awful. But um, I'm talking to this guy and he's gay and I'm like, oh yeah, I love, I love like anal play. Um, And I give guys rim jobs or we're talking about rim jobs and he, he looks at me, he's like, you a straight girl giving rim jobs? I'm like, yes, this is not that weird. Anyways, for him, it was odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was like, I want to know how to like really hit the prostate, right? Right. right? Because I'm just playing around. I'm yeah. not really sure. And it's similar to the um, making a girl squirt thing. It is a come hither motion. Yeah. And you don't even have to go in that far. Right. Because the prostate is right there. So you kind of hit it like over and over again like that. Yeah. Um, And that should make him come actually. And pretty yeah, easily. Yeah. So. yeah. It's, a, it's a pleasure center. Yes. Granted, you know, I'm just interested 
because I'm curious how to give somebody different sensations. Right. Yeah, and actually, yeah. this is going to be in the newsletter on Monday. Okay. It's the different kind of male orgasms. So, oh, yeah, yeah. if you guys want to sign up for my newsletter, yeah, go on my website you or can blow your man's mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's so many like different girls' orgasms, right? And totally. Then, but there's also, interestingly enough, more different guys' orgasms than I thought. Interesting. So, oh, I'm going to need to read your newsletter. Yes. <laughs> it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. Sign up. <laughs> I do have like this fantasy now of like having sex in public, performance sex in public. <laughs> See, you're going to end up on stage somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's, my it's, God. You're no. like, how could someone make I that just, leap? And you're already like considering how to No, work. it's more, I think more like a sex party kind of thing. Oh, like, oh okay. I think it'd be kind of fun. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it was an incredible... That is the weirdest like transition to church <laughs> yeah. I've ever had. I well, think. Well, yeah. Um, rim jobs and church. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody <laughs> for joining us at Pussy Church. Yes, thank you. It was wonderful, and um, blessed be the pussy. Yeah, may he rise. May she open to your touch. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. You can find me at Tales of Laura on Instagram and make sure to visit my website, talesoflaura.com, to subscribe to the show and sign up for my wild newsletter. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that will be actually absolutely amazing too. See you next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>